I'm just gonna hold off of my <laughs> hold my whole headset off. <laughs> uh anyways, welcome back to Quick Sixer. It's your boys, Pat Ars and Knitch with us today. Spare a very special guest, Joe Bellavender of Jean Baptiste Brewing out of Michigan, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Or Michigan. All right. And uh so Joe, you are our first home brewer ever on the show. Just so you know. So a little round cool. of applause. Yeah. Cool. Uh yeah, we I was telling you earlier a little bit that we've had like some really big breweries before on here and but we never like we never had any home brewers or anybody like interested after we reached out or anything to come on. So really appreciate you taking some time to talk about your beverages and I, I don't know so i before we do any like intro type or well, any more intro stuff i want to show off this i like i really like this like I, it's not a full wrap uh like label i oh, really cool. dig it yeah i want to do something different yeah it's cool man i so did you you did this all this art too yeah yeah i did all the art oh nice so, rad. so i don't know if you can see the logo on there but anyways uh do you want uh, i'll crack this open and then this is the brit golden the folding the house of cards 4.538 ibu if you do you want to you want to talk about how um i don't know i'm kind of curious how you came up with the name for your brew and then maybe talk about this a little bit this particular one how i made it no 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 like how well, I, I guess like if yeah maybe um i don't know i'm, cu- I'm more, more curious about the name of the like what how you decided on jean baptiste um my mom's side of the family um is from like charles louisiana so i have a lot of cajun relative okay. oh, nice. yeah. the baptiste is kind of like um almost in a lot of in the past a lot of french surnames so that was kind of like your middle name almost Okay. It was kind of an expanding thing, like anybody could do that name. And the story mm-hmm. of John Baptiste is pretty cool himself. I'm not a really religious person, but I just thought it was Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes cool. a good name for a beer for a brewing company for sure. Yeah. And this it was really good and it has a great color. I don't know if you can see you can probably see, yeah. Look at that color. Incredible. Um it also doesn't have a lot of head to it, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> about this Brit Golden one, uh, we have two beers that we're gonna try on this on the show today. But particularly this one, like, is there any um anything you want to say about it or talk about like uh, what you used brewing it or any of that well, kind of stuff? Well, it's essentially like a, a British style of almost their American light lager. It's, mm. it's like it's like an ESB, but just very light, um, very light um, malts. Um, about the same bitterness as an ESB, but mm-hmm. it actually kind of, it's kind of evolved into more of an American hop style. So there's like centennial hops in there. And okay. American bread hops and citrus flavors in there. So yeah, yeah, I can definitely get the get your citrusy de- on, especially on the on the back end. So I mean, it's like, and it's and then smells pretty citrusy a little bit too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, 
and sapphire hops in there. This is actually a recipe that was given to me from a brewery in Ferndale, Michigan by a brewer, Zach, that kind of has history in my club. That's how he kind of got started his home brewing into his brewery as he won a, a competition at our club's uh, competition site. Oh, cool. Well, shout out, Zach. What's uh, what's this club? Um, his brewery is uh, Herb Rest. My club is Pontiac Brewing Tribe. Okay. That's cool. And you, how did you get involved with them? Uh, my club or? Well, yeah, I guess with, yeah, with your club. Um, I kind of found them online. Like when I first started brewing, I got a, got a Mr. Beer kit in a, in a, as a Christmas gift. Yeah. And it was absolutely horrible. It was the worst beer I ever brewed in my life. <laughs> That's what I've heard about it. And I just, yeah. I kind of thought that like you went from off the street, you got a job sweeping some Florida brewery, and that's how you became a brewer. I didn't realize there was a bunch of home brewers and people were doing it like in their house. I just, yeah, I couldn't even fathom it. And I came to find out, find that there were like so millions of brewers like across the country. So. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so, is, so how long ago was that when you got your your beer kit? Uh, it's going on almost thirteen years now. That I've been yeah. brewing. Hello. Yeah, in those 13 years, I mean, I, I took a few screen screen grabs from um, your Instagram and from well, there's nothing on threads, but you've won quite a few, quite a, quite a few, uh, well, I guess just medals and awards, trophies, all sorts of stuff for bringing that. I mean, that was kind of initially what I what caught my eye when I was when I found you. Besides, you have a cool logo and good beers, but I was like, man, this dude's just winning shit. Like, this this dude's out here, you know, trying to get that that paper. So, like, what, what, um, I don't know, what, what would be, like, the, like, if you were going to shoot for some award or, um, some medal, like, what, what is the thing, maybe, is it in your region or is it nationally that you would be shooting for? Like, I think right now. Right now, I'm kind of building up some competitions because I'm part of a thing. It's called a Master Homebrew Program. Okay. So it's a conglomeration of a bunch of people who compete around the country that are pretty okay. good. So we earn points, and I'm trying to do that right now. Um, oh, cool. And then in the next month or two, I'll start gearing up for National Homebrew Competition. Nice. Where And where's that at? Um, they change it. Uh, trying to travels travels uh, travels across the country. This year yeah. was in San Diego. Uh, the year before was in Pittsburgh. They have like a whole convention. They have the award itself, ceremony itself. Oh, cool, cool, cool. The convention. Um, and I saw recently. Well, maybe it's not too recently, but took a gold at the Michigan State Fair for the your cream ale, the yeah. cream get on top. Yeah. What uh? So what do you besides? I mean, this one's super good, but what do you think is your favorite kind of beer to brew? Um, that's kind of, kind of like the German lagers. Um, I like a lot of Brits, ESBs, Kolsch's. Kolsch is probably my favorite brew. Okay. Beer to brew, just because it's so complex, but it's so simple at the same time. Yeah. Like a fine line, you can mess it up or it can okay. be really good. Okay. Um, do you think, do you think anything that you've had, like you had before you started brewing 
like influence what you wanted to brew at first or do you think it was like you you know you started at a, a certain starting point when you started home brewing and then just like kind of grew out your knowledge and like tested out things from there i, I kind of grew out the first craft beer i, I remember having was um, a blue moon mm -hmm. which it was sort of craft at that time yeah yeah. Dragon Gate is a brewery that was that opened up near my house where I grew up like less than a mile away and it was my first uh real microbrew. Okay. And then I had um Belgian beer, it's called St. Bernardus Five, and that kind of just opened the floodgates and I got Belgian beer super heavy. Oh nice. So nice. That's yeah. kind of like to brew the most, but yeah. Um yeah, that's I mean that's pretty interesting. I think I was actually um you met you met Drew for a second last week and we were talking a few episodes ago about something pretty similar and it was like um what what beer or whatever got got him drinking different kinds of beers and I think it was there was blue moons and uh fat tires at the time that he was like the first thing that he drank that was not like some like super company you know yeah like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah some butters <laughs> and miller or whatever adam what do you think it was your your first beer i mean those were branched out those are definitely in rotation for sure that's mm -hmm. higher blue moon and i feel like those were pushed really heavily too like if you went to a bar that was usually what was on draft you know what i mean mm -hmm. definitely but uh but yeah i don't know i mean i like like kolsch a lot of kolsch's too i think i mean yeah, so, but definitely, yeah. yeah, Blue Moon was definitely on rotation though. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what, what do you think was the first thing that you tried? First, you were like, like beer, beer? No, like the first thing you tried that wasn't like you know Budweiser or Miller or something like this. That yeah, you're like, probably, huh? Probably Stella. Yeah, I think so. Stella for, for sure. I think so. Stella's a good one. Stella's a very Stella, good one. Stella is a good one, man. Shout out to Stella. Yeah, straight up, like. If you're gonna buy something that's at every grocery store, buy Stella. Like, probably, <laughs> yeah. you know. Surprisingly, uh, Kroners are one of my go-to too, but without the lime, like it's a great ooh, without the lime. It's without a the great, lime, the great Pilsner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. What's a uh, Joe? What's your take on Modelo? I heard recently that Modelo is the most popular beer in America right now. I like Modelo a lot. I really do. I think. Yeah. A lot of the Mexican beers are just kind of ways, they're kind of a step up beyond what Budweiser and Bud Light or Miller's or Coors. They just have they're brewed better. Hmm. Can you can you tell the difference? Like when you have one of these like you know huge big beer brands and like tell which ones are better just off the taste. Yeah, After I mean you could pretty much tell Bud Light or Budweiser. Yeah. But I mean, like that. after brewing, like before and after brewing, I guess I should ask. Oh, before I started brewing? Yeah. No, I couldn't. No, <laughs> my palate was not there. I couldn't tell you. Mm -hmm. Me a random beer, I'm like, I don't know. Beer. <laughs> yeah. Beer. Yeah. I love that. Uh, is there any, um, any styles that have like become super popular over the last couple of years, like, I don't know, for example, like probably these hazies or any of these seltzers or any of that kind of stuff that's kind of like you thought about doing any kind of rotations with? 
Um, I do hazies. I do quite a bit of them uh, in the summer, and then I kind of lay off of them. Um, okay. There's only so much hops you can take. Seltzers, <laughs> uh, I haven't done, done that, just because I know mm-hmm. I won't do drink it. Yeah. There's not a lot of people around me that will drink it, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should on seltzers pretty hard on this show too so <laughs> yeah you're not uh you might catch i don't know Brittany was was uh i think she's at her store but she uh she might be the only one out of all of us that will will have a seltzer on camera <laughs> maybe but uh i don't know man um <clears throat> What do you think is like the worst worst beer trend that's happened recently? Um, milkshake IPAs. Oh, probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge sour fan. I'm glad that kind of died down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. It's just uh, unless you want an esophagus at the end of the year, I would suggest not drinking <laughs> that. Yeah. Just yeah. that. I mean, Heartburn City, if you like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was a, I'm not a fan of the the slushy, uh, all the slushy beers. Like the thick slushy stuff that people are doing. Oh, yeah. The fruited. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Most like slushy sour type of deals. But they're like chunky. And I'm like, dude, I don't, if I wanted this, I'd get something not a beer. You know, <laughs> but what's funny is you you'll try them though. I mean, you try yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, I'll try everything, but I'm just even like, they, even though you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I tried this one. Uh, me and Adam were doing a show uh, one six months ago, probably. It was like a purple. It was like grape slushy, like I don't know, like what they call it, like grape slushy mosaic IPA or something. I was like, it was yeah. weird as fuck. The main the name didn't make any sense. And I was like, this is going to be awful. And Adam's like, yeah, cool. Try it. <laughs> so I uh, poured out and it's just fucking thick. And it was, dude, it took forever for me to finish it. It was so gross. But I mean, you might as well have a margarita at that point. Kind of yeah, nice. it would have been better too. Margarita would have been better. Um, <laughs> Speaking of better, what do you think? Um, What do you think are your top five, like, uh influences as far as like what you'd want your beers to taste like oh um top three whatever top top few wow um well in the belgian beer category i'd have to say um you ever had la fin de man or um yes yes that was kind of like where I wanted my Belgian beers to go in that direction, that brewery's direction. Um, and then there was one locally, Bastones, um, mm-hmm. that kind of influenced me a lot. And mm-hmm. then, and there's another brewery uh, close by, Loaded Dice um, Brewer. There is just kind of very experimental, kind of just doesn't mm-hmm. give it, doesn't care what anybody thinks. It'll just brew whatever, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of got me out of a slump. I was like kind of kind of in a brewing slump mm. where I was really like enthralled with brewing anymore. He was just doing really wild things. I was like, hey, yeah. did a few shows and kind of got me back into the swimming and brewing. Yeah, got to get that motivation somehow. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I've always been curious about this, but since you started home brewing, 
Well, I guess let's 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 fast forward. You're homebrewing like five years or so, right? At that point, are you buying anything, any other like just beers out of the the store or the beer store or the you know the grocery or whatever? Or are you just making your own stuff and drinking that? Um, at that I, at that point, I was still buying from the store because my beers really weren't up to par yet. Okay, and yeah, for the first three or four years, I was still doing that. Even into like the fifth or sixth year, I was kind of waning off because my beers were getting better. Okay. And then uh, I wasn't really competing heavily until like the fifth or sixth year. So nice. And that was maybe four competitions a year where now I'm doing like maybe 15 to 20. Okay. That's a lot. So when, um, when you, when you started getting like, you know, I guess, past that point where you're like this stuff's getting pretty good and like do what what would bring you to the store to actually get something or try something you could word of mouth or like hey you need to find this and check it out yeah word of mouth or um i'll go to a brewery and really dig a beer that they have and i'll try to find it on the shelf which is most of the time i can't find that beer yeah yeah it's just a beer i don't want to have <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the distributor came in and pushed it down the store, but yeah, uh, seasonal beers for sure. Uh, okay. When Oktoberfest comes out, best beers go get a spot in Oktoberfest. Okay. Go look for local Oktoberfest and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Actually, speaking of, um, uh, shout out to it. There's a there's a local um, group that we we do stuff with pretty regularly called Sobros Network. And me and Brittany were just on their Oktoberfest slash uh, fall beer tasting. So uh, I think it was live, but go and check out their website for that if you want to see us try like 16 Oktoberfest beers in a row. <laughs> it was a nightmare. I have to hear a little bit that Marzen is not that great, man. <laughs> it's like, it's, I got really bummed after a little bit. <laughs> You could go from four percent up to six point five, and you wouldn't—that's the thing with those. So, Dude, <laughs> some of them, some of them were, they were just bad, you know. Yeah, uh, like, some are sugar laden, some are just kind of bland. Yeah, kind of hard to get that in yeah. between. The ones, the ones that I found the worst were like the ones that tasted overly um, fake pumpkin. Like the the on the fall side, not like the Oktoberfest side, but like it was like a mix. It was like Oktoberfest beers and like fall beers or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. And You're um, talking about like pumpkin ales, pumpkin ales, fucking dude. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Like the, um, I think it was like what is it, Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon, no. uh, pumpkin ale or something. <laughs> like it's... I think that something like that word sounds very familiar. Yeah, almost like, dude. <laughs> and like, uh, our friend Stoney, who runs Sobros, was like, Oh, yeah, we'll try all these things. And he wouldn't tell us anything that was coming out of the bag. So we're just like, Oh, God. Like, me and Brittany are sitting there just like trying them. And we're like, Dude, this is so, so bad. Like, half of them, like the overly, like, like some of the, some of the fake pumpkin taste was like almost tasted like plasticky. And I'm like, This is, gnarly man like i can't with this shit it's like adding like fake smoke to barbecue stuff you know like, you can't you can't <laughs> untaste that you know no no you know it's fake. 
Yeah. Like, bro, this shit's fake. <laughs> uh, oh man. Adam, uh you're you're in Atlanta. How how is uh any of the Oktoberfest stuff or fall beer stuff hit your local area yet? Yeah, there was like, you know, yeah, I mean it's big time. Every every weekend it's like some something going on mm. at all the breweries here. Yeah. That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Um <clears throat> Man, what I was gonna I was gonna ask you something about I always forget this thing. Um forget what it's called. But um in Michigan it's really big where they there's like um it's like a trail or not a trail, maybe a what is it called? They have like, different breweries who have these like little pendants or whatever. And uh you can collect them all. Like there's a, a shit ton of them in Michigan. Do you know about this? Yeah, it's a hot passport, and then they have like a brew tag. There you go, brew tag. Yeah, uh, brew tag. So there's like there's only two or three of them with brew tags in Tennessee, and uh, where I'm at, and they're pretty cool. I mean, so I think it's a pretty cool thing. Do you uh, do you do any of that kind of stuff up there? Do you collect any from the locals around town? I don't. That kind of took off what maybe four or five years ago and my yeah. kind of i'm a beer dork still but like that part of the beer dork of me wasn't that dorky anymore i didn't want like yeah <laughs> I, I have a hot passport i just don't use it because i forget about it yeah 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 i've noticed yeah. a lot of it's there's no like single one too like the, if you go to if you're in upstate new york or just around new york there's there like new york has its own app for um like a beer passport type of situation it's like uh say like called beers across New York or something. I have it on here, but yeah, there's another one that just started up around here too. I can't remember the name of it, but there's there's a couple now. There's a few of them. Yeah, it's a the app is called New York Craft, I think. If you're ever up if anybody's ever up there and listening, um go check that out. It's pretty cool. It'll show you all the map where you're gonna go. I assume that yeah. Um, but Michigan's got a bunch of spots on the on the brew tag thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of breweries involved with that here. Yeah, quite a few of them. I mean, there's, yeah. you can stumble and walk out the door and stumble in, into a brewery pretty much. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, um, speaking of actually, have you? So you've been um, homebrewing for like 13 years. Uh, have you thought about? making it like a brick and mortar or uh yeah. getting... many of times i have many of times um i have a friend that we've he kind of got into brewing for me and then uh we've kind of been back and forth on a few times but it's it's always a matter of timing yeah i mean investors timing uh, what the market's looking like and the beer market's kind of like in a weird spot right now hmm People are kind of going low alcohol or not drinking really that much anymore. So, yeah, it's a very strange time to think about it. Mm-hmm. I was going to, um, the reason I brought it up is because of the amount of breweries in Michigan. I was wondering if that had deterred you at all. Like, there's just so many of them. No, no, just because the dream is too much to, it clouds out all that kind of thing. For sure. Yeah, but, yeah. I like that. What um so if you did um 
<clears throat> I assume I assume that you do it in Warren, right? Or would you try to do it in a, a different city? Probably a different city. <clears throat> the guy that was uh, probably trying to partner up with, he lives on the other side of the state, so it'd probably be somewhat center of the state, maybe mm -hmm. way or my way. It's more of like what that community has, what kind of foot traffic. Nice. Yeah. Kind of interest, interest there is in craft beer. Mm -hmm. Speaking of tra foot traffic, I'm going to walk my way over to this other beer that you sent over. So this one, Great Golden, awesome. Can you can you check these in on, on taps and other stuff like that if they, people have your beers? Um, that one, no. Um, no, you can't, but... I've had a beer on untapped from a from a competition, and it was at a brewery, and it was on untapped for a while. Oh, nice! All right, cool. So, so we're gonna go to this other one real quick. I peel it off, so it's gonna be a second. But um, this is the East Side Slide Double, right? Yep. Five point six twenty five IBU, also very cool label. It's very keep them cold. So it's gonna take a sec. So um <clears throat> do you wanna what's what's this beer all about, Joe? So that's actually a uh collab recipe between me and another. I'm in two uh homebrew clubs, and um this one is from Dan Gakov from Motor City Mashers. Me and him made a recipe together. Okay. And we both brewed it on our own systems, and this is my version of the double oh. of that recipe. Cool, cool. Shout out, you said his name's Dan. Yep. Shout out, Dan. Let's pop this. Pop this yeah, the Duble is kind of one of my favorites. It's a, uh, it's in between a, like a Belgian pale and a dark strong. Okay. Yeah. It's a pale, but it's, it's kind of like a gateway into heavier Belgian beers. Yeah, I mean, it smells dark. It even smells darker than the other one. I don't know if that makes sense. Smells darker, but yeah. there's a lot of darker malts in there, especially malts. There's mm -hmm. a lot of dark, dark fruit character. Oh, yeah. yeah, like look, compared to the other one. There we go. A few back up. So you can't, you can probably see my hand through the other one, but not this one. But, yeah. Yeah. This is legit too. This is really good, actually. Yeah, I thought it turned out pretty well. Yeah, it's not too heavy. It looks it looks heavier than it tastes by by far. But yeah, great color. That M. I don't know if you can uh, yeah, it looks fine. Like I get good light, but it's way more caramely looking than you can probably see on camera, but it smells great. Mm. How how old is this one? How long have you been brewing this one? Um that one I think is now about three, two or three months old. Oh, nice. 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 Not, uh, a lot of people age their Belgians or bottle condition them. I just go from fermenter to keg um, because I know it'll be universally nice. carved and the, the flavor will stay the same. Yeah, it's really good. You think it's going to feel, <clears throat> I know I keep saying it, but you think, like, just by, the look of something like this you feel like it's gonna make you feel heavier but it doesn't yeah it's like it, ta it tastes it's like a kind of like a light crisp on it it's 
it's really nice. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, it's really a pretty good. complex beer for what it is. It's pretty simple, but it's pretty complex at the same time. How long? So how long before? I mean, after you started brewing, did you try something like this? Like, what? What? What's like the starting point, and then like, what do you think is the most complex thing you've tried to do? Um. I think Belgians pretty much are kind of a complex thing because everybody has a very standpoint on how to make them. Mm. Some people are in a camp to where they have to be completely traditional. And some people like me just kind of do whatever they feel is right to brew a Belgian beer. But you kind of got to baby the yeast on the Belgian beer. It's kind of what makes a Belgian beer. Mm. And it's your kind of perception of how you want to do that. A lot of breweries and, uh, in Belgium, kind of go no temp control and just let the yeast ride. Right. Okay. Try to uh, control it all the way through and keep it super low and controlled. Oh, cool. Kind of get some of the mold and the yeast character itself. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It took a while for me to start getting into like really defining my recipes. Like I was kind of just willy nilly for a while and then I kind of start to understand what certain vaults did and pops and how they played together. Yeah. I don't want to pick pick favorites from your babies, but I like this one over the other one. Me too. Me too. So okay. Favorite child right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hmm. Actually speaking of oh, not speaking of but me and Adam just did a, an episode recently where we built our ultimate music festival from the ground up. And we decided to pick Michigan um, as the spot. I want to know what you think about <laughs> this. Okay. So we picked, um, where did we pick Adam? I'm fucking going. Where did we pick? Where's the place? You picked we it, really. I know I, I know I picked the place, but I'm like, where the fuck did we pick? Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so we picked Mackinac Island, all right, in late September, early October, as Ooh. the place. What do you think? You'd be bailing through a lot of fudgies, as they call them up there, because people <laughs> love to go there and get fudge. Yeah. Dealing with a lot of families and strollers and people just mowing down fudge. And it, <laughs> that would be kind of surreal, because there might be some people that are yeah, fairly, fairly maybe intoxicated that would enjoy the the irony of a music festival and fudge people there at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the idea was I, I'd gone there in 20, I don't know, what some year, 2014, 2015 or something. And our friends took us around the thing, you know, you take bikes or whatever. And the oh, yeah. idea was <clears throat> you put stages up like at different points on the island so you'd have to bike around or whatever and there'd only be a certain amount of people because the fairies <laughs> can only bring a certain amount of people there <laughs> and uh the hotels like what there one hotel or two hotels there completely reserved for the festival so people can stay there if they want but yeah it's like yeah. a complete takeover of the whole place 
don't know. What do you think? <laughs> do you think it'd be a good spot or no? <laughs> Those people would have a heart attack. So they would. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd I mean, be a great place. Be a great place. Yeah, <laughs> if, you could, if you could secure the whole place down. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd be sick. You just have to warn the staff, right? It's gonna be wild. They <laughs> give free admission all the staff. They're used to family coming and eating fudge and taffy, and here comes a bunch of rowdy. Oh, dude, we, you know, party all day. In, yeah, people in pasties and fishnets trying to listen to some whatever. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of, uh, so it was up. Like I said earlier, I was up in louisville at this festival this past weekend and man the youths the youths don't care man there's just people just out here you know what i'm saying like straight up just not basically nothing on these places and i'm just like me and adam have been to quite a few music festivals together i don't think i don't think they people understand man you're gonna get toasted out at one of these places like so sunburned like <laughs> no idea what they got themselves into but they're gonna have the coolest tan lines ever so i'm so psyched for them shout out to all the youths anyways um that's a little weird tangent but um where where would you it's a, if if we didn't put our music festival in michigan where would you put one you're you're you like the your build your own music festival build my own music festival it could be in Michigan. I like the kind of like island slash secluded spot idea. That's a great one. Mm. Um, that's a hard one, right? It, has it took us one. a minute for yeah. sure. We had a whole note. We're sharing ideas. There's some uh, there's some great ones in Michigan right now. So um, yeah. Ah oh, fuck. Anyway, off that. Um, if you were so we're talking about how you probably don't buy as many beers as you used to from the stores or whatever now. If yeah. you're gonna go buy if you're gonna go buy five like, you know, everyday drinkers type of beers, like for you, maybe for you or just for for a party or something, what do you think you'd buy now if they weren't your beers? Um, I'd uh, I'd probably surprisingly buy like Corona or Modelo or something like that. Just something I know that's gonna have the same flavor that I had previously. Mm -hmm. Super yeah. drinking crushers. No one <clears> thought about it because sometimes you just want to have a good beer. You just don't want to get crazy and yeah. just want something you can sip on and be completely fine with it. Yeah. The reason I ask is because um, I'm wondering what is the beer that if you're going to show somebody like your home brews, what is the the beer that you would show them? Like what what style or what particular beer? Oh, probably. Uh, and they're not a beer drinker. Keep that. They're not, not a beer drinker. Like you're like, hey, I do this thing, and I want to show you how cool I am at it. Like this is the one. Like, this it was is yeah, like a. Like a beer that's for everybody is what you're saying, Pat. Yeah, yeah. It would, yeah. It would probably be a Kolsch itself because it yeah. kind of has a little bit of fruitiness to it. There's some bitterness there, but it's very smooth drinking, and you can kind of it's a gateway. Mm. 
like, hey, this doesn't have to taste like that. You can have a little bit of flavor there. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, I, I like the word gateway to it because, you know, we were talking about the blue moons and the stellas of the world. Um, I think that is, that is a gateway. Like you, you kind of yeah. get in that little lane and then you're like, shit, what, what else is on this side of the grocery store? Like, you know, like what's on this, what's on this chunk of it? You know, let's try everything. But, uh, man, there was a time I thought blue moon when I first had it tasted like blueberries, which I was totally way off on that. I just <laughs> saw the name and I was yeah. like, it flavor. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. I'm doing here. There's some yeah. kind of flavor. Yeah. There's um there's a, a beer, a UFO blueberries um beer yeah. that legit tastes like blueberries, which is kind of crazy. There's also there's also a sweet water uh, blueberry oh, yeah. blueberry yeah. wheat. Not mm-hmm. they still make it, but it's a brewery here in Atlanta, sweet water. Mm-hmm. I think they do. I think they do. I've seen sweet water. Yes. I don't know if it was the blueberry. Yeah. It's like sweet it, water blue, it, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. But it was like, it's one of those beers too. It's like you could find that easier than you could like their IPAs or, you know, yeah. Pilsners or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. all for people to start drinking IPAs off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. That That is it. You know, that's a thing that we've, we've talked about quite a bit on the show is like what IPAs got people into trying them because it is kind of like a harsh beer, I guess, to just push on somebody yeah and um so the beer i was telling you earlier before we started that we did a thing with lagunitas a while back and that was actually the beer that got drew into drinking ipas like the the lagunitas ipa that's and uh yeah yeah i think that's a solid one i i think you get that one you get uh probably but probably maybe a new Belgium or something is like a starter one. Uh, around here, thinking? around here it was too hearted. So, oh well, yeah, kind of no, like yeah, everyone in Michigan's indoctrination in the IPAs is a too hearted. Like, Dude, too hearted is a gnarly one to start with. That's yeah, a, yeah. A, that's a great beer though. <laughs> yeah, that's they one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, well, they, um, they the, the lighthearted version now, which is kind of mm. cool in the sense that you don't have to get wasted, and you can kind of taste the grain <laughs> build. So you kind of okay. get, like, you get that like, the, you see how great the beer is when you taste like the grain build. You're like, wow, that's actually awesome, even without the massive hops and alcohol. It tastes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that something that you've kind of um, like grown to know over? Like after starting to homebrew and stuff, like you can kind of taste how things were brewed. Yeah, that... you kind of you kind of get a sense of what malts were used. Sometimes hops, even though it's harder now because there's so mm-hmm. many different varieties, there's countless. I can't even name mm-hmm. thirty off the bat. Jeez, jeez. There was there was a point where Citra was like the newest hop, and that was like blow your mind. Everywhere. Now, 10 new hops a year mm-hmm. what um if you're gonna pick something that uh you're excited about like brewing right now like what what kind of ingredients and stuff are you like this is the shit right now uh 
I think yeast are kind of like the ingredient now, which yeast is like an ingredient people kind of really don't talk about a lot, mm-hmm. but it kind of makes the beer. Yeah. And there's <laughs> so many different um, labs that are messing around with yeast and making new strains. And it's just kind of a weird time to be in beer because there's so many new yeast strains that can do so many different things. Mm. So usually if there's a new yeast, yeast that comes out, that's what I'm usually trying to get my hands on and try to brew with it. Oh, nice. Is there anything that you're like completely not trying to get your hands on? Like, this is not for me. Uh, sours. Do you just not like them or are they hard to brew or like what's... Uh... I, like, I like them. And some of them you have to, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, there's, there's ways to not infect your brewing gear, but a lot of those sour beers can destroy your brew setup or any other beer you want to make. They can just stick around and you'll never get rid of the yeast without having to pretty much get rid of half your equipment. That sounds awful. I'm like, nope, let's stay away from that. (laughs) That's cool. Um, I don't know, Adam. You got any 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 trends or anything that are happening in Atlanta that you've seen? Uh, like... Just what you're saying that like the slushy beers. I don't understand that. Yeah, right. Or the milkshakes. Like, I mean, the milkshakes kind of went away, but that was a thing for a while. Yeah, you know, especially in Louisiana, that was the thing. New Orleans and stuff. It's, like, it's yeah. such a crazy thing for Louisiana <laughs> to have. It's so know, it's, hot. it's so hot, dude. <laughs> yeah. Milkshake beers. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, thank but, you. Yeah. I'm, no, that's not. That. Do what? I'm surprised they want that route down there. I haven't been there in quite a yeah. while. I've had 10 years, but. Yeah. Well, there's like a couple of like cool breweries in New Orleans that are trying different things, like, you know, more fruited, like um, farm health, farmhouse L's and stuff like that. Or like fruited IPAs, like hazies for the most part. But yeah, every once in a while they'll throw in like a chocolatey, like weird experimental like cereal ipa yeah <laughs> yeah it's way it's way too yeah. hot <laughs> i did some of those for a while it's kind of on a kick with those i did like three or four of those with cereal oh, okay nice i mean they can be good but yeah just yeah i'm always afraid to try it yeah it's definitely a i mean it's it was kind of it's not really a running joke but it's like yeah you should probably be near like a, a bathroom <laughs> like, like yeah uh, so there's lack of stomach <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> uh what uh joe what cereals did you use for this for the ones you brewed i did a uh sweet stout with count chocula which actually okay. was one of favorite. okay did uh the fruit loop which everybody has done the fruit loop beer i think mm. um I did frosted mini wheats, and I think there was one more I did. Maybe Frankenberry. Ooh, Frankenberry. Okay. What uh, what's your take on all these lactose beers that were kind of popping for a minute? Um, a lot of them are just kind of were over the top, so I didn't really dig them as much. I I did a few myself, but never really liked them. Yeah, Intense. I think they're real. They're, they're Seem all the ones we've tried do what they seem very very artificial because usually people just overdo it to the max so you can really that's all you taste yeah. mm-hmm. 
yeah it's all the ones we've tried i think on this show are just they're really hit or miss like it's either they're really good or they're like man never again but (laughs) (laughs) oh man pretty much now (laughs) uh is there is there any places like when you started home brewing I know Michigan has a ton of brewers, but um, are there any places that you've like visited to try to collaborate with anybody or want to go and collaborate with anybody? Well, I've done that. I've, I've won a competition and uh, brewed my beer on a local brewery, Cadillac Straits. And then mm-hmm. um, recently I won a Siciliano's Cup, which is a market on Grand Rapids. And mm-hmm. uh, the prize was to brew with a brewery, which is um, brewing with Mint Brewery my beer to guard sometime coming up in the next few months, but oh, dope. Nice. I've That's... never personally went to a brewer and been like, can I brew beer with you? Because most of the time they're just so busy that it's kind of a near impossibility. Yeah. Unless you're winning a competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I always, I always wonder about collaborations because I'll, there's quite a few breweries in Nashville now that um, are pretty, I guess, well-known ish. But um, occasionally you'll see like they'll do collaborations, especially around like I don't know big beer festival times. You'll see them right afterwards, like oh, like this this person you know in collaboration with whatever whatever on the cans or bottles or whatever it may be. And I'm like, I wonder how these besides like beer festivals and people meeting each other. I always wonder like how did how is this happening? You know like. Because everyone does seem super busy when you go to a brewery, you know? Yeah, they are. For breweries, though, it's kind of, it seems like it's not really tight-knit, but it, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting, even like being a home brewer for a long time, you pretty much know a lot of brewers. You know tons of professional brewers, home brewers. They know you by name basis. So when they do like a collab, it's pretty much just a time to hang out and drink beers with your buddies. I mean, mm-hmm. That's more or less what a collaborator is most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> Man. Um, do you have, um, you want to say anything else about this east side before I pretty much finish it? Oh, no, no. I'm good. Oh, cool, cool. It's very good. Um, very, very good. I'm so excited there's another one, honestly. <laughs> it's like, a, I was thinking about giving one to Brittany to do on our uh, review shows, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I have to, I have to t- keep these. In the house. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to tell you to save me one, but you know, I don't know that's not going to happen. So well, well, I mean, if you come here soon enough, then we'll, <laughs> we can have one. Mm-hmm. I'll just like, I'll just can't like draw one for you. Like this much. Like this, you have yeah. a sip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, cool. So I think I think we should do one last thing to try to maybe cap off this. Like, what would be what would be your your dream collaboration or and or dream thing to win as far as brewing? Uh, dream, dream thing would probably be Homer of the Year for Nationals, and then. Uh, Probably um, for a brewery, it might be 
man, there's so many people I want to brew with. It'd be a hard one. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a hard one. Um, what about, um, maybe not. Rocky Van Meter, he was a part of that brewery I talked about, uh, Bastones. Mm-hmm. Kind of much, he was pretty much like my idol when I was starting off Belgians. Just because he brews alone and he doesn't allow anybody in his brewery when he's brewing or in his fermentation space, pretty much. Okay. That's kind of been the way I brew. I don't really collab or have people over for brew day. I kind of just do my own thing. Yeah. So I always thought that was kind of cool. And I'd like to invade his space, just make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> we uh, actually, it's kind of crazy. I think we were, t- <clears throat> that's very similar to this. This dude, me and Drew met a while back, this dude named uh, Nagareshi. And he's like a brewer that was out of California, but I don't know where, where he's at now. But um, he, dude, he was telling us some crazy stuff like brewing on solar power in like the jungle and shit. And like, we're like, what is this dude about? He's like a G, like some kind of scientist type of guy, you know? And, uh, he was that same same type of dude. Like he'd just like do his thing, and they're like, "Here is magic," you know. They hand it to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, he's a dude, dude's a psycho. Yeah, check him out. Actually, if you go find him on Instagram, he's still on Instagram. Just, yeah, yeah, Nagra Reshi, weirdo, super cool though. Anyways. Joe, I really appreciate you sending us these beers to try on the show. And um yeah, I want to you have you should plug all your places where people can see all your all your beers and all your socials and all that stuff so we can keep up with you and the the rest of the community can check you out when they're in you know the area. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll just send you guys some beer kind of off the cuff. Ooh, what a surprise beers. No, no show involved. You can just have some free homebrew. Oh shit! <laughs> love, love a surprise. Man, that's the that's the best. You know, and you get like a, you know, honestly, that's the best thing in life. Just like a surprise treat. You know, you weren't expecting. Yeah, it's the best yeah. thing ever. You know? I do with I do with a few other homebrewers. Like you've been doing it back and forth for quite a bit, so you get little nice packages on your porch, some free beer. That's the coolest shit ever. Usually, if they're Friday, they show up. It's always a good weekend. It's got me excited, just like just now. Like I mean, like you know, like you can feel a little excitement in your chest, even though nothing's happened. Like I'm just like a little treat. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh man. Anyways, Joe. Um, yeah, go follow Joe Jean Baptiste Brewing on Instagram and on and you have you have a threads, but I I don't know if you do you do anything on it. They haven't really. toyed around with it yet but yeah i mean twitter is inevitably gonna go down so yeah (laughs) especially with everybody paying to use it now eventually (laughs) um yeah so go and check it out uh jean baptiste brewing Uh, we follow them so just look at uh, the people we follow and uh yeah follow them check them out check you know check joe out uh constantly winning things being rad Really appreciate you sending this stuff through. And, no uh, problem. No problem. Yeah. So your boys, Adam and Pat, go and follow uh, all the Quick Sixer stuff. And if you like this, you got any other brewery suggestions we should reach out to, check it out, you know, let us know. But it's been your boys. We out of here.